Paper 7. Relation of the Eternal Spirit to the Universe The Eternal Spirit is concerned with the execution of the spiritual aspects of the Universal Creator's eternal purpose as it progressively unfolds in the phenomena of the evolving universes with their manifold groups of living beings. We do not fully comprehend this eternal plan, but the Paradise Spirit undoubtedly does. The Eternal Spirit is like the Universal Creator in that the Spirit seeks to bestow everything possible upon coordinate beings and upon their subordinate children, and the Spirit shares the Creator's self-distributive nature in the Spirit's unstinted self-bestowal upon the Infinite Mind, their conjoint executive. As the upholder of spirit realities, the second source and center is the eternal counterpoise of the Isle of Paradise, which so magnificently upholds all things material. Thus is the first source and center forever revealed in the material beauty of the exquisite patterns of the central isle and in the spiritual values of the supernal personality of the eternal spirit. The eternal spirit is the actual upholder of the vast creation of spirit realities and spiritual beings. The spirit world is the habit the personal conduct of the eternal spirit and the impersonal realities of spirit nature are always responsive to the will and purpose of the perfect personality of the absolute spirit. The eternal spirit is not, however, personally responsible for the conduct of all spirit personalities. The will of the personal creature is relatively free and determines the actions of such volitional beings. Therefore, the free will spirit world is not always truly representative of the character of the eternal spirit, even as nature on Urantia is not truly revelatory of the perfection and immutability of paradise and deity. But no matter what may characterize the free will actions of mortals or angels, the Spirit's eternal grasp of the universal gravity control of all spirit realities continues as absolute. Section 1. The Spirit Gravity Circuit Everything taught concerning the immanence of the universal source's omnipresence omnipotence and omniscience is equally true of the eternal spirit in the spiritual domains. The pure and universal spirit gravity of all creation, this exclusively spiritual circuit, leads directly back to the person of the second source and center on paradise, who presides over the control and operation of that ever-present and unerring spiritual grasp of all true spirit values. Thus does the eternal spirit exercise absolute spiritual sovereignty and literally holds all spirit realities and all spiritualized values. 
the control of universal spiritual gravity is universal spiritual sovereignty. This gravity control of spiritual things operates independently of time and space. Therefore, spirit energy is undiminished in transmission. Spirit gravity never suffers time delays, nor does it undergo space diminution. It does not decrease in accordance with the square of the distance of its transmission. The circuits of pure spirit power are not retarded by the mass of the material creation, and this transcendence of time and space by pure spirit energies is inherent in the absoluteness of the eternal spirit. It is not due to the interposition of the anti-gravity forces of the third source and center. Spirit realities respond to the drawing power of the center of spiritual gravity in accordance with their qualitative value, their actual degree of spirit nature. Spirit substance, parentheses, quality, and parentheses, is just as responsive to spirit gravity as the organized energy of physical matter, parentheses, quantity, and parentheses, is responsive to physical gravity. Spiritual values and spirit forces are real. From the viewpoint of personality, spirit is the soul of creation. Matter is the shadowy physical body. The reactions and fluctuations of spirit gravity are always true to the content of spiritual values. The qualitative spiritual status of an individual or a world. This drawing power is instantly responsive to the inter and intrust spirit values of any universe situation or planetary condition. Every time a spiritual reality actualizes in the universes, this change necessitates the immediate and instantaneous readjustment of spirit gravity. Such a new spirit is actually a part of the second source and center, and just as certainly as mortals become spiritized beings, they will attain the eternal spirit, the center and source of spirit gravity. The eternal spirit's spiritual drawing power is inherent to a lesser degree in many paradise orders of beings. For within the absolute spirit gravity circuit, there exist those local systems of spiritual attraction that function in the lesser units of creation. Such sub-absolute focalizations of spirit gravity are a part of the divinity of the creator personalities of time and space and are correlated with the emerging experiential over-control of the Supreme Being. Spirit gravity pull and the response to it operate not only on the universe as a whole, but also even between individuals and groups of individuals. 
There is a spiritual cohesiveness among the spiritual and spiritized personalities of any world, nation, or believing group of individuals. There is a direct attractiveness of a spirit nature between spiritually minded persons of like tastes and longings. The term kindred spirits is not wholly a figure of speech. Like the material gravity of paradise, the spiritual gravity of the eternal spirit is absolute. Sin and rebellion may interfere with the operation of local universe circuits, but nothing can suspend the spirit gravity of the eternal spirit. The Lucifer rebellion produced many changes in your system of inhabited worlds and on Urantia, but we do not observe that the resultant spiritual quarantine of your planet in the least affected the presence and function of either the omnipresent spirit of the eternal spirit or the associated spirit gravity circuit. All reactions of the spirit gravity circuit of the grand universe are predictable. We recognize all actions and reactions of the omnipresent spirit of the eternal spirit and find them to be dependable. In accordance with well-known laws, we can and do measure spiritual gravity, just as mortals attempt to compute the workings of finite physical gravity. There is an unvarying response of the eternal spirit to all spirit things, beings, and persons. And this response is always in accordance with the degree of actuality, parentheses, the qualitative degree of reality, end parentheses, of all such spiritual values. But alongside this very dependable and predictable function of the presence of the eternal spirit, there are encountered phenomena which are not so predictable in their reactions. Such phenomena probably indicate the coordinate action of the deity absolute in the realms of emerging spiritual potentials. We know that the presence of the eternal spirit is the influence of a majestic and infinite personality, but we hardly regard the reactions associated with the conjectured performances of the deity absolute as personal. Viewed from the personality standpoint and by persons, the eternal spirit and the deity absolute appear to be related in the following way. The eternal spirit dominates the realm of actual spiritual values, whereas the deity absolute seems to pervade the vast domain of potential spirit values. All actual value of spirit nature finds lodgment in the gravity grasp of the eternal spirit, but, if potential, then apparently in the presence of the deity absolute. Spirit seems to emerge from the potentials of the Deity Absolute. Evolving spirit finds correlation in the experiential and incomplete grasps of the Supreme and the Ultimate. Spirit eventually finds final destiny in the Absolute grasp of the gravity of the Eternal Spirit. 
This appears to be the cycle of experiential spirit. But existential spirit is inherent in the infinity of the second source and center. Section 2. The Administration of the Eternal Spirit On Paradise, the presence and personal activity of the original spirit is profound, absolute in the spiritual sense. As we pass outward from Paradise through Havona and into the realms of the seven super-universes, we detect less and less of the personal activity of the Eternal Spirit. In the post-Havona universes, the presence of the Eternal Spirit is personalized in the Paradise beings, conditioned by the experiential realities of the Supreme and the Ultimate, and coordinated with the unlimited Spirit potential of the Deity Absolute. In the central universe, the personal activity of the original spirit is discernible in the exquisite spiritual harmony of the eternal creation. Havona is so marvelously perfect that the spiritual status and the energy states of this pattern universe are in perfect and perpetual balance. In the super-universes, the eternal spirit is not personally present or resident, but maintains only a superpersonal representation. These manifestations of the eternal spirit are not personal. They are not in the personality circuit of the universal source. We know of no better term to use than to designate them superpersonalities. And they are finite beings. They are neither absinite nor absolute. The administration of the eternal spirit in the super-universes, being exclusively spiritual and super-personal, is not discernible by creature personalities. Nonetheless, the all-pervading urge of the spirit's personal influence is encountered in every phase of the activities of all sectors of the domains of the ancients of days. In the local universes, however, we observe the eternal spirit personally present in the persons of the local universe creators. Here, the eternal spirit creatively functions in the persons of the majestic core of the coordinate local universe creators. Section 3. Relation of the Eternal Spirit to the Individual in the local universe ascent, the mortals of time look to the local universe creator as the personal representative of the eternal spirit. But when they begin the ascent of the super-universe training regime, the pilgrims of time increasingly detect the supernal presence of the eternal spirit, and they are able to profit by the intake of this ministry of spiritual energization. In Havona, the ascenders become still more conscious of the loving embrace of the original spirit. At no stage of the entire mortal ascension does the eternal spirit indwell the mind or soul of the pilgrim of time, but is ever near 
and always concerned with the welfare and spiritual security of the advancing children of time. The spiritual gravity pull of the eternal spirit constitutes the inherent secret of the paradise ascension of surviving human souls. All genuine spirit values and all bona fide spiritualized individuals are held within the unfailing grasp of the gravity of the eternal spirit. The mortal mind, for example, initiates its career as a material mechanism and is eventually mustered into the core of the finality as a well-nigh perfected spirit existence, becoming progressively less subject to material gravity and correspondingly more responsive to the inward pulling urge of spirit gravity during this entire experience. The spirit gravity circuit literally pulls the souls of mortals paradiseward. The spirit gravity circuit is the basic channel for transmitting the genuine prayers of the believing human heart from the level of human consciousness to the actual consciousness of deity. That which represents true spiritual value in your petitions will be seized by the universal circuit of spirit gravity and will pass immediately and simultaneously to all divine personalities concerned. They will occupy themselves with that which belongs to their personal province. Therefore, in your practical religious experience, it is immaterial whether, in addressing your supplications, you visualize your local universe creator or the eternal spirit at the center of all things. The discriminative operation of the spirit gravity circuit might possibly be compared to the functions of the neural circuits in the material human body. Sensations travel inward over the neural paths. Some are detained and responded to by the lower automatic spinal centers. Others pass on to the less automatic but habit-trained centers of the lower brain, while the most important and vital incoming messages flash by these subordinate centers and are immediately registered in the highest levels of human consciousness. But how much more perfect is the superb technique of the spiritual world? If anything originates in your consciousness that is of supreme spiritual value, when once you give it expression, no power in the universe can prevent its flashing directly to the absolute spirit personality of all creation. Conversely, if your supplications are purely material and wholly self-centered, there exists no plan whereby such unworthy prayers can find lodgment in the circuit of the eternal spirit. The content of any petition which is not, quote, spirit indicted, end quote, can find no place in the universal spiritual circuit. 
such purely selfish and material requests fall dead. They do not ascend in the circuits of true spirit values. It is the motivating thought, the spiritual content, that validates the mortal supplication. Words are valueless. Section 4. The Divine Perfection Plans The eternal spirit is in everlasting liaison with the universal creator in the successful prosecution of the divine plan of progress. The universal plan for the creation, evolution, ascension, and perfection of will creatures. And in divine faithfulness, the spirit is the eternal equal of the creator. The universal creator and eternal spirit are as one in the formulation and prosecution of this gigantic attainment plan for advancing the material beings of time to the perfection of eternity. This project for the spiritual elevation of the ascendant souls of space is a joint creation of the universal source and the eternal spirit, and they are, with the cooperation of the infinite mind, engaged in associative execution of their divine purpose. This divine plan of perfection attainment embraces three unique, though marvelously correlated, enterprises of universal adventure. One, the plan of progressive attainment. This is the universal creator's plan of evolutionary ascension, a program unreservedly accepted by the eternal spirit when concurring in the creator's proposal, quote, let us make mortal creatures in our own image, end quote. This provision for upstepping the creatures of time involves the creator's bestowal of the thought adjusters and the endowing of material creatures with the prerogatives of personality. Number two, the bestowal plan. The next universal plan is the great creator revelation enterprise of the eternal spirit and the coordinate beings. This is the proposal of the eternal spirit and consists of the bestowal of the children of the creator upon the evolutionary creations, there to personalize and factualize, to incarnate and make real the love of the creator and the mercy of the spirit to the creatures of all universes. Inherent in the bestowal plan and as a provisional feature of this ministration of love, the paradise beings act as rehabilitators of that which misguided creature will has placed in spiritual jeopardy. Whenever and wherever a delay occurs in the functioning of the attainment plan, if rebellion should mar or complicate this enterprise, then the emergency provisions of the bestowal plan become active. The paradise beings stand pledged and ready to function as retrievers, to go into the very realms of rebellion and restore the spiritual status of the spheres. 
And such a heroic service a coordinate local universe creator did perform on Urantia in connection with the experiential bestowal career of sovereignty acquirement. Number three, the plan of mercy ministry. When the attainment plan and the bestowal plan had been formulated and proclaimed, the infinite mind projected and put in operation the tremendous and universal enterprise of mercy ministry. This is the service so essential to the practical and effective operation of both the attainment and the bestowal undertakings, and the spiritual personalities of the third source and center all partake of the spirit of mercy ministry, which is so much a part of the nature of the third person of deity. Not only in creation, but also in administration, the infinite mind functions truly and literally as the conjoint executive of the universal creator and the eternal spirit. The eternal spirit is the personal trustee the divine custodian of the Creator's universal plan of creature ascension. Having promulgated the universal mandate, quote, Be you perfect even as I am perfect, end quote, the Creator entrusted the execution of this tremendous undertaking to the Eternal Spirit, and the Eternal Spirit shares the fostering of this supernal enterprise with the infinite mind. Thus do the deities effectively cooperate in the work of creation, control, evolution, revelation, and ministration, and, if required, in restoration and rehabilitation. Section 5. The Spirit of Bestowal the Eternal Spirit, without reservation, joined with the Universal Creator in broadcasting that tremendous injunction to all creation, quote, Be you perfect even as your Creator in Havona is perfect, end quote. And ever since, that invitation command has motivated all the survival plans and the bestowal projects of the Eternal Spirit and the vast family of coordinate and associated beings. And in these very bestowals, the children of the Creator have become to all evolutionary creatures, quote, the way, the truth, and the life, end quote. The Eternal Spirit cannot contact directly with human beings as the Universal Creator does, through the gift of the pre-personal thought adjusters. But the Eternal Spirit does draw near to created personalities by a series of downstepping gradations to stand in humanity's presence and at times as a mortal being. The purely personal nature of the Eternal Spirit is incapable of fragmentation. The Eternal Spirit ministers as a spiritual influence or as a person, never otherwise. The Spirit finds it impossible to become a part of creature experience in the sense in which the Creator Adjuster participates. But the Eternal Spirit compensates this limitation by the technique of bestowal. 
what the experience of fragmented entities means to the universal creator, the incarnation experiences of the paradise beings mean to the eternal spirit. The eternal spirit does not come to mortals as the divine will, the thought adjuster indwelling the human mind. But the eternal spirit did come to mortals on Urantia when the divine personality of Michael of Nebedon incarnated in the human nature of Jesus of Nazareth. To share the experience of created personalities, the local universe creators must assume the very natures of such creatures and incarnate their divine personalities as the actual creatures themselves. Incarnation, the secret of Sonarrington, is the technique of the spirit's escape from the otherwise all-encompassing fetters of personality absolutism. Long, long ago, the eternal spirit was bestowed upon each of the circuits of the central creation for the enlightenment and advancement of all the inhabitants and pilgrims of Havona, including the ascending pilgrims of time. On none of these seven bestowals did the eternal spirit function as either an ascender or a Havoner, but existed not with or as a human or other pilgrim, but in some way associative in the superpersonal sense. Neither did the eternal spirit pass through the rest that intervenes between the inner Havona circuit and the shores of paradise. It is not possible for such an absolute being to suspend consciousness of personality, for in the eternal spirit all lines of spiritual gravity are centered, and during the times of these bestowals, the central paradise lodgment of spiritual luminosity was undimmed, and the spirit's grasp of universal spirit gravity was undiminished. The bestowals of the eternal spirit in Havona are not within the scope of human imagination. They were transcendental. The eternal spirit added to the experience of all Havona then and subsequently, but we do not know whether the supposed experiential capacity was added to the spirit's existential nature. That would fall within the bestowal mystery of the paradise beings. We do, however, believe that whatever the eternal spirit acquired on these bestowal missions has ever since been retained, but we do not know what it is. Whatever our difficulty in comprehending the bestowals of the second person of deity, we do comprehend the Havona bestowal of a local universe creator who literally passed through the circuits of the central universe and actually shared those experiences which constitute an ascender's preparation for deity attainment. This was the original Michael, the first-born local universe creator, who passed through the life experiences of the ascending pilgrims from circuit to circuit, personally journeying a stage of each circle with them in the days of Grand Fonda, the first of all mortals to attain Havona. Whatever else this original Michael revealed, 
it made the transcendent bestowal of the original spirit real to the creatures of Havona. So real that each pilgrim of time who labors in the adventure of making the Havona circuits is cheered and strengthened by the certain knowledge that the eternal spirit seven times abdicated the power and glory of paradise to participate in the experiences of the time-space pilgrims on the seven circuits of progressive Havona attainment. The eternal spirit is the exemplary inspiration for all the paradise beings in their ministrations of bestowal throughout the universes of time and space. The coordinate local universe creators and the associate magisterials, together with other unrevealed orders of beings, all partake of this wonderful willingness to bestow themselves upon the varied orders of creature life and as the creatures themselves. Therefore, in spirit, and because of kinship of nature as well as fact of origin, it becomes true that in the bestowal of each paradise being upon the worlds of space, in and through and by these bestowals, the eternal spirit has been bestowed upon the intelligent will creatures of the universes. In spirit and nature, if not in all attributes, each paradise being is a divinely perfect portraiture of the original spirit. It is literally true. Whoever has seen a paradise being has seen the eternal spirit. Section 6. The Paradise Children of the Creator The lack of a knowledge of the multiple children of the Creator is a source of great confusion on Urantia, and this ignorance persists in the face of the record of a conclave of these divine personalities. Every millennium of sector standard time, the various orders of the divine beings gather for their periodic conclaves. The eternal spirit is the personal source of the adorable attributes of mercy and service, which so abundantly characterize all orders of the descending children of the Creator as they function throughout creation. All the divine nature, if not all the infinity of attributes, the eternal spirit unfailingly transmits to the paradise beings who go out from the eternal isle to reveal the eternal spirit's divine character to the universe of universes. The original and eternal spirit is the offspring person of the, quote, first, end quote, completed and infinite thought of the universal creator. Every time the Universal Creator and the Eternal Spirit jointly project a new, original, identical, unique, and absolute personal thought, that very instant this creative idea is perfectly and finally personalized in the being and personality of a new and original local universe creator. In spirit nature, divine wisdom 
and coordinate creative power, these local universe creators are potentially equal with the universal source and the eternal spirit. The local universe creators go out from paradise into the universes of time and, with the cooperation of the controlling and creative agencies of the third source and center, complete the organization of the local universes of progressive evolution. These local universe creators are not attached to, nor are they concerned with, the central and universal controls of matter, mind, and spirit. Therefore, they are limited in their creative acts by the pre-existence, priority, and primacy of the first source and center and the source's coordinate absolutes. These local universe creators are able to administer only what they bring into existence. Absolute administration is inherent in priority of existence and is inseparable from eternity of presence. The universal source remains primal in the universes. Much as the local universe creators are personalized by the universal source and the eternal spirit, so are the magisterials personalized by the eternal spirit and the infinite mind. These are the beings who, in the experiences of creature incarnation, earn the right to serve as the judges of survival in the creations of time and space. The universal creator, eternal spirit, and infinite mind also unite to personalize the versatile Trinity teachers who range the grand universe as the supernal teachers of all personalities, human and divine. And there are numerous other orders of paradise beings that have not been brought to the attention of Urantia mortals. Between the eternal spirit and these hosts of paradise beings scattered throughout all creation, there is a direct and exclusive channel of communication a channel whose function is inherent in the quality of spiritual kinship which unites them in bonds of near-absolute spiritual association. This inter-spirit circuit is entirely different from the universal circuit of spirit gravity, which also centers in the person of the second source and center. All paradise children who take origin in the persons of the paradise deities are in direct and constant communication with the eternal spirit, and such communication is instantaneous. It is independent of time, though sometimes conditioned by space. The eternal spirit not only has at all times perfect knowledge concerning the status, thoughts, and manifold activities of all orders of paradise beings, but also has perfection of knowledge at all times regarding everything of spiritual value which exists in the hearts of all creatures in the primary central creation of eternity and in the secondary time creations of the coordinate local universe creators. Section 7. The Supreme Revelation of the Universal Source The Eternal Spirit is a complete, exclusive, 
universal and final revelation of the spirit and the personality of the universal source. All knowledge of and information concerning the source must come from the eternal spirit and the paradise beings. The eternal spirit is from eternity and is holy and without spiritual qualification one with the source. In divine personality they are coordinate. In spiritual nature they are equal. In divinity they are identical. The character of the universal source could not possibly be intrinsically improved upon in the person of the eternal spirit, for the divine source is infinitely perfect. But that character and personality are amplified by divestment of the non-personal and non-spiritual for revelation to creature beings. The first source and center is much more than a personality, but all of the spirit qualities of the creator personality of the first source and center are spiritually present in the absolute personality of the eternal spirit. The primal spirit and subsequent spirit beings are engaged in making a universal revelation of the spiritual and personal nature of the universal source to all creation. In the central universe, the super-universes, the local universes, or on the inhabited planets, it is a paradise being who reveals the universal source to mortals and angels. The eternal spirit and subsequent spirit orders reveal the avenue of creature approach to the universal source. And even we of high origin understand the source much more fully as we study the revelation of the creator character and personality in the eternal spirit and in the children of the eternal spirit. The universal source comes down to you as a personality only through the divine offspring of the eternal spirit. And you attain the source by this same living way. You ascend to the source by the guidance of this group of divine beings. And this remains true, notwithstanding that your very personality is a direct bestowal of the universal source. In all these widespread activities of the far-flung spiritual administration of the eternal spirit, do not forget that the spirit is a person just as truly and actually as the source is a person. Indeed, to beings of the one-time human order, the eternal spirit will be easier to approach than the universal source. In the progress of the pilgrims of time through the circuits of Avona, you will be competent to attain the spirit long before you are prepared to discern the source. You should comprehend more of the character and merciful nature of the eternal spirit of mercy as you meditate on the revelation of these divine attributes, which was made in loving service by your own local universe creator, now the exalted sovereign of your local universe, the child of humanity and the child of the creator. This paper had been originally indicted by a divine counselor assigned to formulate this statement 
depicting the eternal spirit of paradise.